Good evening and welcome to the Online Warriors podcast, Thanksgiving edition. As always, I am Illegal86 and I'm joined by Tactic One. Hi. And Nerd Bomber. Gobble, gobble, gobble. Gobble, gobble, indeed. Uh, lots of things to be thankful for this year. Um, I mean, first of all, this podcast. If you're listening, you should be thankful for it. And if you're not, we don't want you to listen. Ooh, That's not true. Burn. How long have true. we been doing this podcast? Um, it's we we did a we've been going for at least one Thanksgiving before this, right? I mean, so I know we're in season three, so we've at least done twenty episodes. I think we're at like twenty three or twenty four, and we do them bi weekly, so that would make it two years. Oh boy, crazy! Wait, episode twenty bi weekly. Wait, no, that's a no. Lie. That means that means we've only done it for like. We'll talk to our research department. Um, and, I and apparently can't do out. math, so... Well, who can? It's it's the evening. My brain is already shut off for the day. Uh, you're going to find out, to find that out more and more as we as we go along here. Um, we got a great episode for you guys. The usual kind of stuff. And the way we start is the way we start. Always. Uh, let's talk about what you guys have been up to, up to over the past week. And let's start off with... Nerd Bomber today? Because I think we started off with Tectic last time, but I could be wrong. Alright, so let's see. Uh, over the past week, so I've been sick. That that was always a lot of fun. Um, so as you can tell, my voice might be a little bit more nasally than normal because I'm still dealing with the congestion. Um, but I finally went to see a few movies um, that I've been wanting to see. So first I went to see Crazy Rich Asians that finally hit the cheap shows and it was a pretty good movie. Um, I don't know if it was as good as a lot of people told me it was. Um, like, it was a really good movie, don't get me wrong, but a lot of people were giving it, like, 99% reviews, and I don't think it was a 99%. I think it was a really good movie, but not, like, the best movie. Um, it did have a lot of great things in it, though, like an all-Asian cast, which, which I think was the first time in a handful of years that Hollywood has had a movie with an entirely Asian cast, if at all, I think, in the last, like, ten years. So that was, it was pretty good, and we've been starved for romantic comedies in general in the industry, so, I mean, I can't even think of the last pure romantic comedy that came out in the last few years. So. I think it was Hitch. Remember Hitch? Man, <laughs> that's a little bit older than... Hitch, Hitch is my favorite movie of all time. <laughs> that movie taught me where home is on the dance floor. Side to side, snap your fingers. <laughs> I see my experience with Crazy Rich Asians is that right now it's an ad that plays on Hulu, mm -hmm. which means every time I watch anything on Hulu, it plays that ad like 20 times. So I hate that movie. <laughs> you ever have an ad like that where it plays over and over again? And like, the same thing happened to me with Bad Times at the El Royale where they played the ad for it a hundred times. And I still saw it, but like when I showed up to the theater, I was angry. I was like, I don't even want to see this that much. I definitely know what you're talking about. Yeah. It wound up being good. So maybe Crazy Rich Asians would be too. Uh, the other movie that I watched, I didn't actually go see it, but I finally watched it, was The Mountain Between Us. Um, and that had Kate, Kate Winslet. Kate Winslet. Yeah. Oh, man. I always mispronounce his name. Idris Elba? Is that how yeah. you say it? Yeah. Uh, I don't know how to pronounce it. I'm not an expert on that. I know he was voted, like, GQ's Sexiest Man of the Year or something like that. That's why I watched it. I picked it. Um, and 
it, I mean, it was an entertaining movie. It wasn't, again, not the best movie, but it was entertaining enough for me to watch on a sick day. And the best part was that there was a puppy throughout the entire movie, and the puppy just made the entire thing, in my opinion. Every time you saw the puppy in the scene, I was just so happy. So my one comment about that movie is, boy, was she... Who, Kate Winslet? Yeah. She was just like... He's just basically, like, schlepping her around, and she's useless. Yes. She makes a lot of rash decisions during the movie that then he has to clean up after. So, for example, actually, this is, like, the beginning of the movie, so it's not a spoiler. But, so, you, you crash, and you have the plane, and you're able to start a fire in the plane. You have warmth, like, shelter from the environment. You have a dog. You have just killed a cougar. You have meat for ten days. Do you leave the shelter of that crashed plane with heat and whatnot? Or do Here's, you go okay. walking through the mountains? Well, that depends. Uh, first of all, this is a fun survival situation. Let's play this out. Uh, was a distress signal sent? So the plane hit the mountains, so they don't know if a distress signal was sent because the beacon was in the tail of the plane. However, the pilot was just communicating before he had a stroke and fell out of the sky. Okay, that was going to be my next question. So, who was flying the plane? Idris Elba, Kate Winslet, or a third party? Third guy. A third party. Which, arguably, they had food for 20 days. Because they could have eaten it, right? On. I wasn't going to ask that, but I'm just saying. Good to know. Um, I don't know. I See, I feel like you want me to say you stay in the plane, but I don't know. I mean, if the distress, if the distress signal didn't get out in time, then, sure, you could stay there for 10 days and cuddle up you know, cut off at the Idris Elba and eat some cougar and it'd be great. But then after the 10 days are over, you're, you're screwed. Yeah, but in that 10 days, couldn't you kind of like make a camp, do some hunting, Well, that, some that's traps? that's the problem. They didn't have any wood. So I would say go down to the tree line in the mountains and that's where you set up. Mm-hmm. How did they make the first fire without wood? He was burning all the stuff. Uh, there was insulation in the plane, so he was kind of destroying his house. Yeah, but they were also using, like, paper and stuff because she was a photographer, and so she had paper. Mm. What was he? A surgeon. <laughs> oh, wow, okay. Super convenient. Yeah. Miles more useful than photography. I mean, photography is really important, but in, in terms of a plane crash situation, it's, it's no contest. The dog and him were the most useful people in the movie. See, my mom always tells me when I'm going on a flight, and for those who don't know, I'm terrified of flying. I hate it. And whenever I go on a flight, my mom's like, make sure you wear pants on the plane and sneakers. Do you know why? In case you crash. Yeah, like raises your survival. There's like statistics that say it raises your survival chances, like some Sweatpants, percent jeans, does it matter, the material? I, I mean, if it were me, I would I would wear jeans, but I mean, I suppose sweatpants could could help you out. You know, that's really crazy though. I've never actually thought about that. Yeah, she tells me every time, and I'm like, Mom, like I'm trying to, like, keep my cool here, and you're like, Well, this plane's probably gonna crash, so make sure you wear pants. You, you know? know, your anxiety for flying is starting to make a little bit more sense. Yeah, I'm gonna blame it all on my mom, Mom. What the heck? What about the position where you sit, um, where your seat is on the plane? Yeah, so that's actually another big deal. Uh, if you sit closer to the, I believe it's if you're closer to the back of the plane, your chances of survival go up, which like 
theoretically that makes a lot of sense right that's just like picture a plane going into a mountainside nose diving yeah i always go for the middle i would say to me yeah closer to that emergency exit yep that's exactly where i go i mean i don't want to be like yeah i think the ideal spot on the plane is you don't want to be the guy who they're like oh if you're sitting in the emergency exit row you're now like the safety marshal or whatever like i could never handle that but i'd like to be very close to the safety marshal so he could marshal me to a safe you know like, like to me i'm sure the back is statistically the most safe but you ever fly like in the very last seat of a plane no it smells because the poopers right there I mean, that's not really my, my issue, but that is one issue. My issue is that, like, you just, you, you don't, you feel like you're going to fly off the back. But, like, when you lift off, you're, you are significantly lower than the pilot, right? Because of angle of attack. So it's almost like he's like, all right, I, I got you. I'm hanging on to you. We're going to try and carry you up there. It's not like you're flying. It's like you're being, I don't know. Yeah, but it's every single seat is theoretically at the same angle. So how can that be? It's at the same angle, but the pilot, I mean, think about it, right? If you have a, the plane is tilted at a certain angle, then trigonometry, like you're going to be a certain distance lower. The pilot's like 20 feet above you. Sure. And that and that just, that bothers me. But yeah, I, I know like sensation wise, it should be exactly the same across the board. But all I'm saying is I don't like it. Plus in the hit TV show Lost, uh, the back of the plane, like... The plane ripped it in half, which granted that's like never going to happen, I feel like, but those people were screwed. Anyways, plane crashes. Uh, Scary stuff. Always wear pants on planes, and if you have a choice of a passenger to get stranded with, don't choose a photographer, or maybe don't choose Kate Winslet. I don't really know what the applicable message is. Um, I have one last thing that I'm super excited about that happened to me this past couple weeks. It didn't really happen to me. It more so happened to be an update to a product that I use. So one of my favorite products that I got for Christmas last year was a rocket book. And we are in no way affiliated with them. But the whole premise of the book is that it's reusable paper. You write on it with um, friction pens. And you can erase the pages with water. But then they have a little QR code at the bottom of the page. So then you use your app and it scan- basically scans in the page. Um and for a while, it's been super useful and nice to have, but one of the biggest complaints that I had was that you, like, say you want to write a blog post or something, and now you, not only, like, okay, it's great, you got to scan it, whatever, but it's not really useful. I, I wanted, like, some kind of handwriting recognition or, like, OCR, and they finally added that capability to the Rocketbook app so that when you email yourself the scan of the paper with all of your handwriting, it'll actually put it into some like digital text in the body of the email too. So that's pretty cool. And it was something I had been wanting for a really long time and trying to find a program that I could like use that was free, that would have really good handwriting recognition. And this basically solved that problem. So if you were hanging off or holding off on a racket book for that reason, now you don't have to. Uh, question that I think I know the answer to. Uh, yeah, Rocketbook, not a sponsor. Um, let's say you wrote X plus Y equals three. Mm-hmm. What would happen? Ooh, that's a good question. Would, would the email, would the text recognition pick up? Would it, does it pick up like Yeah, is it looking for s- for sentence structure or is it looking I for mean, it definitely, characters? I mean, it definitely, I think it knows sentence structure because 
like parentheses and stuff like that, it picks up on those kind of symbols. So I would assume that if you wrote an equation, it might pick that up too. But I haven't tried that. I can report back on that in a couple of weeks though. Yeah, you should definitely write like the Pythagorean theorem or something and see see what happens. Ooh, That's yeah, exponentials would be good. See if it picks those up. Greek symbols. There, there's a world of possibilities. Plus, I know that whenever you're writing, you pretty much always are writing equations. So, hundred percent. I'm surprised you don't already you don't already know. Tactic. What do we got? What do you What have you been up to? So I've gone full on winter this past couple of weeks. Um, this past what, what weekend, does that mean? put up almost all of the decorations for Christmas. Yes, I know it's early, but I like to get ahead of the outdoor stuff before the snow really comes down. Where, where's my picture? What the heck? I got a picture of the Halloween decorations. I didn't eh. take a picture this year. You didn't take one. I'll, I'll see. Today was point. the first day that it was lit, so. so and let me tell you, so, it was lit. So all of our <laughs> lights are connected to Wi-Fi switches. Um, so we both stood in, in front of the house with our cell phones out and, and did a countdown and pushed the on button. That's pretty sweet. It was pretty sweet. So walk me through it. What are we, what are we, are we talking icicle? Are we talking little plastic figurines in the front lawn? I don't have a picture, so I, I can't visualize. Little column A, little column B. Um, after looking at it, so we added a couple decorations, and I believe the right side of our house is perfect, but the left side, which there's two garage doors at doors there so there's nothing in front of them it's just like a blank canvas we'll call it that's begging to have more lights so we have to figure out something to go in front of the garage that doesn't obstruct the vehicles what's what's your wreath count my wreath count actually we have no wreaths outside but we have three inside wow that (laughs) i was not expecting that answer but i mean that's hey you gotta do you you know there's no there's no great surface to put it on outside. And the snow has hit by now. Although between the garages could be Yeah, a good we one. have gotten some snow though. Not like a bunch of snow, but I would say probably like 3 inches last week. I mean, it most of it's gone at this point, but there's still a little bit of dusting. It's good enough. Get so, gets you in that Christmassy feeling. It's enough that yeah, you're 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 feeling ready for jolly old St. Nick and all that. Mm-hmm. All that business. Yeah, we're we're gonna talk a lot about Christmas. Um, any, anything else to update us on? Yes. Um, the other thing is, I started skating in my hockey league. So, full on winter, like I said. So, you're talking now the hockey league. We're talking the national. Yeah, hockey league. yeah, that's correct. Okay. Um, Actually, I'm gonna promote it um, in your local area. If you're new at hockey, they have. I'm sure there are adult leagues for beginners. Mine is does a little bit of scrimmage, a little bit of skills. It's not like an official league where we have a team, but it it helps with the obvious progression to that point, which is what I'm hoping to get to this summer. And in terms of the amount of teeth that you've lost, I have a full cage on my mask, so zero. Okay, so make sure you have a full cage, folks, because otherwise you're going to lose a lot of teeth. Um, on my end of things, the big, the big thing, which you can imagine takes up a lot of time and, and emotional effort, is I'm moving. And I, can't, I feel like I told at least one of you about this. I'm, I'm moving, and 
if you've never moved before, uh, don't do it. What's the distance? The distance is very small. The distance is like, I don't know. I don't actually know. It's like two miles or something. I'm just moving in with my girlfriend and moving out of my apartment. Big step. And it's, I mean, it's a, oh yeah, it's a huge step. Shout out to my girlfriend. Uh, She's going to be the greatest roommate. And so am I. Uh, We're going to take over the world. Um, We just bought a smart lighting system. So now we can be like, Alexa, dim the lights 50%. And she does it. Oh. <laughs> that's classic. That's my if you so you did you hear her? Yes, we did. Now? That was that was really that legitimately scared me. Um but no, we have that that's I'm so I'm currently at my apartment and that lady that just talked, I don't want to say her name. That's mine, but we we have another one at my girlfriend's place that now has the Philips Hue and it's freaking sweet. I mean, I I'm going to get like, I'm going to replace all her light bulbs with those uh, smart light bulbs. So I can just dim lights everywhere and get the multiple colors and everything. So is that why you wanted to put a dimmer switch on a light? Yes. Um, we're not going to do that anymore because I had a really bad experience with an electrician. Uh, shout out to, I don't know. Should I say the company is that bad nah, for business? Probably not. Yeah. I'm not going to say the company. Also, you could Google it. And find I thought out you were going to do it lives. yourself. Um, well, so... Here's what, here's what happened. Essentially, I won't get into the details, but we had a bad experience with an electrician who quoted us a certain number to do it. And then he came out and was like, it's going to be more. And we were like, well, no. And then he got really mad and then sent us a bunch of angry emails that I won't get into, but they they contained some, some wordy dirts. And uh, then I was like, you know what? I'm an engineer. I can just do this myself. I went on the hub of all knowledge, YouTube, and looked up how to do it. And the, the top hit was like a a Home Depot, like five minute video of how to do it. And like, I was like, oh, okay, I got this. I'll just watch this video and we'll go get the tools and it'll be good to go. And the first step was like, well, get out your trusty potentiometer and like plug it. And I was like, what, do you, what do you, who do you think I am? YouTube, Home Depot channel, like. I don't have potentiometers. They're like, use wire strippers to do this thing. Wait, uh, grab some spare. Do you mean a voltmeter? Whichever one it is. <laughs> I don't know. Don't get me started. Anyways, I watched this five-minute video and was like, wow, we could never do this. And then I was like, wait a second. What about the fact that it's 2018 and smart bulbs exist? So now we just use the smart bulbs and they accomplished exactly the same thing we wanted without me, you know, likely electrocuting myself. So... Shout out to Philips Hue. Um, and yeah, that's basically it for me. I've just been moving. Um, it's taken up a lot of time. I'm about to travel home for Thanksgiving. I'm about to see you guys, so that'll be cool. Um, yeah. Let's, uh, let's, let's dive into some topics today. Wait, I have to know. Um, I have to know. So for switching oh, one please. switch, how much did he quote you? He quoted us $80. For one switch? Serious? And then... Well, and, and, and this is funny. So... You might, you might think that I'm in the wrong here, but now I'm really curious. So let me just tell this story very briefly. So what happened was uh, my girlfriend got the quote from this guy. She was emailing him back and forth and he was like, yeah, we could do it for 80. And she was like, great. I'm a first time homeowner. I don't know anything. So what do I need to like to get? Um, should I just get like dimmable bulbs? And he's like, yeah, that's fine. So she gets dimmable bulbs from uh, Home Depot. Shout out to Home Depot, not a sponsor. And 
then she has to work and she can't take any time off. So then I, because I don't have a real job, uh, shout out to grad student life. I stayed home and this guy came over. So she just wrote a check for the amount that was quoted plus like a little extra like tip kind of amount. Um, so she left the check there. I had no cash on me because I don't carry cash. So the guy shows up and I explained to him the whole situation. He didn't seem to know what he needed to do. I think she might have talked to another person over the email. Anyways, I was like, yeah, we just want this light switch to be switched with a, to, to have a dimmer on it. So it's a dimmer switch and just so we can dim the light instead of just an on-off switch. And he's like, okay, great. Where's the switch? And I was like, do, am I supposed to have that? And he was like, yeah. And I was like, I don't have it. So then he had to go out and get it. And I'm like, this is already kind of a disaster. And then he comes back and he's like, well, it's going to be more now because I bought the switch. And that's when mm. we were like, okay, we don't know that we want to do this. Um, and uh, he got like you guys really mad. Kind of are in the. I, I mean, so did you I reimburse decide, him for the switch? I feel like you had to at least reimburse him for the switch. He had the receipt. the The reimbursement wasn't the issue. It was more the issue of. So what did it increase uh, to? From eighty to what? I mean, he said it was like thirty dollars. Uh-huh. Which the other I thing mean, is, I don't really know how if that's true or 16 not. Sixteen, probably. The that he said the switch is probably sixteen. He probably doubled it. But probably for the inconvenience of him having to go out and get the switch. I suppose. But to, to, to me, the thing is, like, my girlfriend, God bless her, was very clear up front of, like, we don't know anything, which is true, because we don't. And he was like, no, it's all good. And then he showed up and was like, it's not all good. I don't know. There were wires crossed. It's, Hot, it's no it's pun water. intended. It's wa- yeah, it's water under the bridge. That's that's. You didn't call the plumber, though. That's more of a plumbing thing, yeah. But um, anyways, we went with the dimmable bulbs, and it's all fine. So, yeah, I'm probably not ready to be a homeowner like like you guys are. In any case, let's talk about – let's do the sad topic first. I just want to get it out of the way because it's sad. Um, since we, we recorded our last episode, Stanley, who, to be fair, was like 95 or something. I don't know how old he was, but he has passed away, sadly. Um, I don't remember exactly. It wasn't one of those things where, like, I remember where I was when I heard the news or whatever. But it's so sad. Um, to me, like a lot of people, I was thinking about this today, like what I was gonna say, and like a lot of people have this idea of like the American dream of like when you're a kid, when you grow up, you want to be like a baseball player or something, or like a rock star. But like these days, especially. Stan Lee was kind of like my American dream figure of like, he created this amazing thing that made so many people happy and, you know, created this essentially this industry and um, it's a huge loss. So that's why I disagree with you that it's so sad. He's, he is truly one of those people who at a funeral, you can't be nothing but happy. He, he, he lived a long fulfilling life. He changed hundreds if not millions of lives gave them an outlook to look towards a hobby of even someone even say a friend to have and, and i consider books a friend or comic books a friend because they are something that is there for people so he's one of those people that when when you're sad you really you don't when you, when they die you don't really get sad you look back and go wow this person's life can truly be celebrated but you know that's that's very true um I mean, yeah, I, I, it's not like his 
memory is going to fade from anyone's view, especially considering he probably has a bunch more cameos or at least a few more cameos filmed in, in the upcoming MCU movies. But just, uh, I mean, that kind of even goes to show. So like, man, I don't even know when he started his comics career, but I think he is widely considered the father of modern comics and like the modern American superhero. And even still at his old age, I mean, he was in his 90s, he was still having fun in every interview and every cameo. You could just see how much he enjoyed the world that he created and the people that he worked with and just everything that he did with his life. And I think, granted, it's very sad that he passed, but he also now becomes this person that you can look up to. And like, even if you're not going to try to be the next big American anything or then trying to be the best at anything, just looking at the joy that he brought others just in bringing himself joy it gives everybody a little bit of inspiration i mean can you imagine because yeah it had to be like the 40s or something that he started i don't know off the top of my head but can you imagine like drawing a picture of spider-man when like obviously before before spider-man existed and being like this is going to be huge like there's no way he thought like someday i'm going to be in like 50 movies and it's going to be this like multi-billion dollar industry like there's no way he foresaw that can you imagine he just did what he loved it, it didn't in my opinion i don't think it was about the money i think he just no it it wasn't but like can, i'm just saying can you imagine doing this thing you're passionate about and creating this this thing this little thing that balloons into this big thing that suddenly becomes this gigantic thing that you're this father figure of it's got to be such a cool feeling yeah Well, I think the interesting thing, too, is, like, so he became the father figure, and I I just did a little bit of background search on how he got into the position that he is in. And he was a comic book writer for about 20 years before he really revolutionized the industry. And for he basically tried to go against the status quo because at the time when he first started out, comics were seen as something for kids. And the content was really dumbed down to be like in the funny papers so that kids and adults could read it for a moment of brevity. And he really changed the entire culture of comics by making the characters somebody that anybody of all ages could relate to that had a long backstory, that had plausible motives. And he really made the characters feel realistic. And I mean, that just goes to show like challenge the status quo because you might revolutionize something that you love if this man doesn't have a bronze statue yet he should get one he's got to have a statue somewhere i mean like i picture the walt disney mickey mouse statue you know what i'm talking about something like yeah that. yeah i actually wonder i feel like he's got to have a statue somewhere but i couldn't say where it would be i mean wouldn't be a disney world because that was only a recent thing and not to not to move on from Stanley, but so we just talked about Walt Disney and we talked about Stanley and these are both men who, man, in their time, I don't know how old Walt Disney was when he passed, but I know he was kind of within the same age range, I think, as Stanley. If I'm not, um, that's a good right. question. Let me let me Google that. But I mean, these two guys basically revolutionized the media in that they worked in. So do you think there's anybody in our generation or in the last 20 to 30 years who started out who has really revolutionized a medium like either of those two men have? I I have an immediate answer, but at first I want to say Walt Disney was 65 when he died. Um, I, don't, I don't know how he died. I don't know what happened, but 
he apparently wasn't wasn't really that old of a guy. He just he just died. Um, my immediate gut answer to that question is uh, Elon Musk. I think that there's a chance that in like thirty to forty years we're gonna be sitting around on lunar base two or three drinking moon juice and being like man what a guy and it's not the same as like a creative enterprise obviously but Mm -hmm. in terms of like people that have made like this huge splash in what they do i feel like he's got to be up there i'm not saying i like super like the guy but i respect what he's what he's created i don't know what do you what do you guys think i get a weird vibe that he's gonna have a nervous breakdown and disappear and like no one's gonna hear from him in like the next 10 years I definitely get a weird, weird vibe from him. I, I was more asking, do you guys think, like, are you thinking of somebody else who had the impact of a Walt Disney or a Stan Lee? I'm trying to think. So in terms of books, I feel like J.K. Rowling could somehow end up being that person because, I mean, the the new Fantastic Beast movie just came out. And if you think about it, reading when we were <clears throat> kids, bless you. Um, Thank you. I feel like reading wasn't unpopular but it wasn't as widely accepted um and i feel like harry potter became this cultural phenomenon and the books like took the world by storm adults and kids were reading the entire series no one was ashamed to admit they were reading these books the movies became a worldwide phenomenon there's an entire theme park devoted to it and now there's another era of movies being ushered in so i wonder if in man, like 50 years, we're going to look back and be like, hey, you know, J.K. Rowling really ushered in something special here in terms of books. I could see that one. Yeah, that's definitely true. Because like, I, I think at first blush, you could probably compare her to um, J.R.R. Tolkien, the, the Lord of the Rings guy. But at the same time, she's taken those stories. And granted, while the Lord of the Rings have their own kind of uh, media empire in their own right. It's nowhere near the level of, of Harry Potter. And it's but no one like... really knows the 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 name of the creator as well as they know J.K. Rowling. Right. She has this household name recognition, and she has this incredible story of like she was a single mom writing these books, and now she's she's parlayed her creativity into what's essentially an empire. Um, which, speaking of empire, I would also say George Lucas might be in this conversation. Very true. I think you mm. look at the how movies have changed since Star Wars and because of Star Wars, and he has been a huge influencer on the direction that cinema has taken, at least in the last 20 years. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's wild to think about how, because people talk about it all the time, how risky Star Wars was. They're, they're like, Lucas himself didn't even go to the premiere because he was like, it's going gonna, it's gonna to bomb. No one thought it was going to be this crazy phenomenon that now is just it's as big as it's ever been so yeah it's it's i don't know if we've seen anything like that recently uh harry potter might be the most recent thing like that where wow this is this huge thing that can become its own universe and its own i I don't even know what to call it i mean i guess phenomenon would be a word bringing the conversation i guess back full circle the only thing we've seen like that has been the marvel cinematic universe that's true and that's again a lot of thanks to stan lee because i know he hasn't had like the full involvement in all of the movies 
But he basically, without his approval, none of these movies would have gone forward, and he ultimately has a final say. So he not only revolutionized comics, but he revolutionized movies. Think about all of the latest blockbusters of the last handful of years, and most of them are Marvel. Before we move on, this might be a tough question because I don't know a whole lot off the top of my head, but favorite Stan Lee cameo? For me, it's got to be Thor Ragnarok when he when he shaves Thor's head. Kind of spoiler alert, but not really. Honestly, like I think Barber. my favorite one was in the Spider-Man PS4 game because I legit just was not expecting it. And then he showed up and I was just like, oh, hey. Thanks for that spoiler. I mean, he's in literally everything. Yeah, you kind of had to expect him to show up. But he, he's at one point he filmed like four of the MCU cameos in one day. Like he's he was living the absolute dream of like going around and like, oh, I, this is this thing I created. I'm going to be in this movie for five minutes and it's going to make people laugh, and people are going to say, oh my god, that's Stan Lee, and like, ah, that's that's such a dream. I like the guard. Was it Guardians of the Galaxies or was it the the recent Avengers where he was in space? I think that was Guardians of the Galaxy. It's either Guardians of the Galaxy or Guardians of the Galaxy Two, but it was it was definitely one of those where yeah he was. He was like on an asteroid or something, and he was telling some story. That was a good one. Here's Steve Stanley. Uh, you obviously created something incredible, and you will be missed. Okay, so enough sad things. Let's talk about another kind of, again, I want to use the word phenomenon. I feel like I'm overusing that word. Have you guys seen the Detective Pikachu trailer? Yes. Have I seen the trailer? Of course I've seen the trailer. Ryan Reynolds I mean, is... so much to talk about, right? Go Ryan ahead. Reynolds is living a fulfilling career. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, how do you go from Deadpool to Pikachu? How do you seamlessly? not? Honestly, I don't think that's that big of a jump. Honestly. I, I kind of do. So, like, when I first heard of the Detective Pikachu concept... I thought to myself, like, this is going to be really stupid. It's going to be dumb. And I didn't think... So in the entire Pokemon universe, Pikachu is seen as this, like, overwhelmingly cute character with the high-pitched... Yeah, innocent, high-pitched voice, always there for Ash Ketchum, you know, like, can do no wrong, super wholesome. And then when they said that Ryan Reynolds was going to voice him with a sarcastic spin, I thought, you know, like, I don't know if that'll work. And then I watched the trailer, and I was like, I 100% know that this will work, and it's going to be amazing. So I went through, like, phases. My first phase was, oh, is this a fan-made thing? There's no way this is real. I also thought that. So then it went to um, Ryan Reynolds is doing it, and I was like, okay, is this going to be, like, with Groot and Vin Diesel, where he just goes, pika, 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 pika. And doesn't actually say sentences. But then I saw the trailer and I was like, holy what? And then I fell in love with it. Like, I'm for it. It reminds me of, like, Pokemon for, like, big kids. Which is great because we grew up with Pokemon. And we're big kids now. I'm not a Pokemon guy. I I probably said this on the podcast before. I could never get into the games as a kid. I I never really played the card games. I collected the cards just because everyone else did. Yes, I'm sure it's because I stunk at the games. But either way, I was never a huge part of that that whole uh, thing. But when you hear the the concept for this movie, when you you read the tagline or read the, the logline of it, whatever, it sounds 
like you said, made up or just like ridiculous. It doesn't make any sense. But then you watch the trailer and like my first thought was like it doesn't resonate with me personally, but it's going to easily make a billion dollars, right? I mean, it's going to make so much money because it's going to appeal to international markets and it's going to appeal to, I mean, a humongous demographic of people because everyone's played Pikachu. I mean, when, when Pokemon, when Pokemon Go came out, like the world stopped for like a week. I feel like it's going to be the same thing with this movie. I agree with that. I, I mean, I think that, I think that Ryan Reynolds does fly in the face of what Pikachu is typically known for, but I think that's a brilliant choice. Uh, I think that's what makes it work so well because yeah. the whole the whole point of the movie is to, to shock see, you. Yeah, to see this whole new side of Pikachu that you don't get, and to see the whole new side of Pokemon that you never see because all you ever hear is them saying their name. I really hope they have. Um... They kind of wink at like Ash was maybe his previous owner, and he and he says things like, "I always insulted the guy, but he never understood what I said." I'm sure it's going to be littered with Easter eggs. Um, yeah, I mean, this is the first live action thing, right? Have I have I missed something somewhere? I believe this is the first live action Pokemon movie. Period. So just to clarify, what I'm hoping for is Pikachu would say things like, you're an idiot, and they'd be like, oh, Pikachu, you said you love us. Well, that's pretty much <laughs> what they did in the trailer when that there's a woman who talk, oh, yeah. hears Pikachu, and he's saying something, I don't even know what, remember what he said, but all she hears is him basically saying, Pika, Pika, and she's like, oh, you're so cute. And that's why I want him to say what he was really saying to Ash. Screw that guy. It, it does beg the question for me of like, why has this taken so long? Because it's such a bankable franchise and it's such a bankable idea. Maybe to, the CGI wasn't good enough. It, it's certainly possible. I mean, so, something had to be holding it back. Maybe, maybe the Pokemon creator—I can't remember his name. Maybe he was he was hesitant to give up the rights. But I, I think it's going to be. Absolutely huge. If you haven't watched the trailer yet, go check it out. Um, yeah. Do you guys have anything else to, to add? No, I'm excited to see this. I might pay full price for this movie. When does this, when does this come out, actually? Like, I think Google. I want to say they just had like a vague coming in 2019. Yeah, Google says May 10th, 2019, just in time for my birthday. I am all um, there for it. And just even just seeing googling it and seeing like the the poster for it is just it's surreal. I mean, it doesn't even make sense that this sort of thing has taken so long. But I I can't imagine this will be the last because again I can't imagine it not doing like amazingly well. And again, this is another one of those content dynasties. Like Pokemon initially came out when we were I don't know I don't even know if we were like talking children i think we were probably still toddlers when the game first came out and not to date us but like it's been around my entire life and somehow this franchise has sustained for over 25 years that just is mind-boggling it's gone from games to tv shows it's gotten books it's gotten different types of games and now it's gotten movies it's always had movies it's had card games it's just mind-boggling it's, uh, you know, I, like, I, as someone who doesn't really like Pokemon, like, I, 
I, I'll admit to feeling very left out a lot of the time because it seems like everyone else on the planet, in our age group at least, has has at least had some sort of uh, some sort of love or lost love for this thing at some point in time. You know, it's 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 soaked in nostalgia and you know people poured hours upon hours into this. So I I think the movie is going to be um, pretty incredible. Um, last last topic kind of a kind of a broad topic um let's talk about black friday because uh depending on when you're listening to this it's kind of either coming up real soon or uh it has just happened um so i guess my first question will be um are you guys planning on going out for black friday i'm all in on cyber monday you're a Cyber Monday guy. I, I don't think I've ever really done the Cyber Monday. Like, I I have done Black Friday the past few years. I will say I've gotten up and done the whole thing of like, okay, it's five in the morning, let's go, let's do this thing. Um, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it though. I I kind of want to talk about Black Friday because I have mixed feelings about it, even being involved in it. Um, the thing you always hear every year is like oh this year the stores are opening at 2 p.m on thanksgiving isn't that great and i'm like no it's not great but i'm contributing to it so so have you ever gone out for black friday i have gone out on black friday um i usually last year i think was the first time that i have personally gone out on thanksgiving night and i usually it it was like a three in the morning and my mom made me go with her because my car was in the back of the driveway um you went out at three in the morning yeah she woke me up so that we could go to best buy to get a gift from my dad but for the most part i usually wait until the day after or and for the most part i just buy online i don't really like dealing with people so i really like purchasing online you can usually get the same deal you don't have to leave your couch it's great See, I thought you meant you went out like 6 p.m. on Thanksgiving, and I was about to give you a, no, give I you don't a bunch do of that. grief. Yeah, I, I mean, I always ask myself who's doing that, and then I come to the realization that like some people must do it every year because they keep opening the stores earlier and earlier, and it seems like there's always people complaining, and then it just happens anyways. So, I don't know. See, I physically, it's not even in my best interest to go out on Black Friday because. My family isn't local here, so it makes sense for me to do site-to-store kind of things because I, yeah. I can't put all of these gifts on a plane. I actually attempted to bring gifts it put some and smaller gifts too. So I pre-wrapped them and, and put them in my suitcase, and they made me unwrap every single gift at the airport. It was really depressing. You're kidding me. No, I'm dead serious because they were electronics, so I had to literally sit there and unwrap them. Oh, gosh. That is, I guess horrible but not altogether unsurprising when you put it that way the strange part was it wasn't on my carry-on either it was in my suitcase that they they wouldn't they have x-rayed that and figured out what well i don't know that's that's horrible but yeah that that i guess kind of solves the issue for you of like why go out on black friday if this stuff's never going to get where it needs to go interesting do um Let's say you were to go out on Black Friday this year, whether or not you are. So uh, this year I'm getting my dad a TV. Um, <laughs> can't put that on a plane. Can't put that on a plane. So there's 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 no reason for me to go out on Black Friday. 
but if you had to okay let's say you were going out on black friday and you wanted to buy you wanted to treat yourself okay what would you i mean you, you probably don't know what the deals are because you don't you're not going out but like what would you be interested in like if i was like gonna treat myself thing? honestly if i was gonna treat myself so i'm asking for the techie things for for christmas for santa um if I, but if you I, heard him you heard him santa he's asking nicely if i was going to treat myself honestly it'd be clothing yeah it's interesting how that like because for me it's it's not exactly the same but like if i were to you know my 12 year old self may write out a christmas list and mail it to 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 jolly old saint nick and all that like there would be like sweaters on it because I just I feel like when you get older you appreciate that stuff. Well, more. no, 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 no. I'm asking Santa for the techie stuff. The stuff that I'd buy myself is not what I would ask for Santa. Oh, okay. Well, you took the wind out of my sails there. Because if I, I I'm gonna ask Santa for like some nice button up shirts and like some clothes that'll make me look like Tom Cruise. So, Santa, if you're listening, that's what I'm about. Nerd bomber, anything to add? Um. I'm. I had a really hard time coming up with a list this year. Like, there's a lot of odds and ends that I want. Um. I guess I don't know. There's nothing really specific for Black Friday that I, I'm hoping for. Well, you get to sleep in then. Yeah. So I guess I'm just happy with whatever I get. Actually, you, Santa, if you're listening, I take that back. I didn't ask for techie stuff. I asked for tools. Damn, Santa, go to go to Home Depot. Again, not a sponsor. You could also go to Lowe's if you wanted to. This way, when um, Illegal calls me and says, hey, do you have this? I could say, yes. Yes, I do. And then I'd be like, hey, can you ship it like 600 miles to me? Instead of them uh, potentiometers that you don't have. Yeah. I mean, who has one of those? Yeah, I guess you'll have one because Santa will be helping you out. No, I won't. Um, I'm a voltmeter, like a normal person. You're, you're, you're a voltmeter, man. So, uh, yeah, Black Friday. Sleep in. Don't get trampled. Um, I have a friend who every year, and th- this is like the most joyless thing ever to me. His parents would give him like some amount of money and be like, like the night before black, like on Thanksgiving and be like, Merry Christmas. Go, go get your Christmas gifts with this money. Go on black Friday. Cause it's when you get the best deals, just go pick out stuff, which is like not what it's about, but he probably got some great deals. Anyways, Black Friday, love it or hate it, it's happening. Um, let's let's move into our typical final segment, All right. the much-awaited game. So I'm hosting the game this week, and in honor of Stanley, we're going to do another somewhat prices righty type thing, if that's what we've been doing. Oh yeah. Um, and we're gonna go with the. Total grosses for Marvel Comics. So what I'm going to do, you guys can guess the movies back and forth, and then I will write down their uh, ranking. So for Mar- Marvel Comic movies. Marvel not- Comic M- movies, yes. Okay. MCU or just any Marvel Comic movies? Any Marvel Comic movie. Whew. All right, this is going to be... And this is from Box Office Mojo. Please don't cheat, but that is just where I'm getting my source from. And so, like, as we've done in the past, you want to get the lowest total because that means you've got the higher ranked items. 
All right, well, I'll defer to Detective One because, no offense, he tends to struggle. All right, I'm going to do the most recent Avengers that came out. No, 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 Black Panther. Yes. Okay, so you have stolen the number one spot. Black <laughs> Panther was the highest grossing Marvel movie yet to date. That was a good save. That was a good save. Um, yeah, I think I'll go with Infinity War. I'll steal his first answer. All right, so that was number two. You guys are right. on a roll so far. So, so, so far, we're brilliant. Okay. And now it gets interesting. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to do Spider-Man Homecoming. Okay, so that was number 12 overall. Wow. On the ranking. That's a, that's a hard hit for you. This right. list goes up to... 53 so there's that many Great. marvel movies gravy yeah there are i'm sure um let me go with the avengers the first one okay so that was number three overall oh big money let me go with the first iron man so that was number 15 what that was the first one man that people didn't know yet i think iron man didn't that even usher in Pretty much the new Marvel yeah. Cinematic Universe. That was, yeah, that was the first. That was MCU. the OG. It hadn't gained steam yet. Um, man, I might, I might try and flip the script here. I went to the second Iron Man. <laughs> uh, no, gosh, stop it. Uh, no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do the safe guess first. I'm gonna go with Guardians of the Galaxy. It's oh, a good the one. First one. How did I forget that one? So, Guardians of the Galaxy was number thirteen on my oh, list. Wow. I'm, I'm going to do the second what Guardians the of the Galaxy. The so the Guardians. second Guardians of the Galaxy was actually number eight. Damn. A little bit more All successful right. than the first one. Played myself. It's Baby Groot. Um, Not wrong. Okay. I'm, I'm going to take a big risk. Big risk. What's he got? Spider-Man 2. The Tobey Maguire Spider-Man 2. That was number nine. What? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Arguably, Spider-Man ushered it in. Don't mess with the Tobes, man. That's all I'm saying. I don't even know what to say now. I'm just blown away by this list. Yeah, this is... This is now it's going to get really tough. I'm going to do... Hmm. The third Iron Man. That's a good call. That's actually number five. Wow, really? Yep. That's nuts. Um, I You know, I hate to keep going with the ensemble movies, but I feel like they're the best choices, so I'm going to say Age of Ultron. So that was number four. So now we've rounded out the top five. Are you guys going five guesses each? Do you want to go more? Do you want to call it right there? I, I would be happy to go more, but I would also, I mean, if we call it, I win, so yes. it's really up to tactic. When you get the top five out, then it becomes interesting. So I would do five. Uh, I would do ten total. Ten total. Okay, yeah. so you guys have five more guesses. Ten guesses each. Yeah, wow, this is gonna that. this is gonna get crazy. All right. Yeah. Well, go. Go ahead. Oh, it's my turn. Sugar, honey, iced tea. I'm gonna yes. do. What was gonna be? I'm gonna do Ant Man. Oh boy. So it's not <laughs> on the first page. Hold on. Let me. <laughs> oh no. Two. Ant-Man 2, I meant to say. You can't are, are change you sure? it. Are you sure? No. 
Ant-Man uh, 1 is number 31 on this list. You can't change it after she goes to the second page. That was a very interesting call. I don't know if I would have gone that way. Because that one like was a surprise. When everyone saw it, they were like, that was actually really good. Yeah, but that's the whole thing. It was a surprise. Yeah, but I wonder if it was one of those kind of built-up momentum, just built it up slowly kind of things. All right, All right what other Marvel turn. movies do we got? Keep All them right. rolling. I think I have this one. I think this is a good guess. Uh, Captain America Civil War. Civil War is number six. Yeah. How am I forgetting about all of these? There yeah, are was... there are a lot of Marvel movies. The interesting thing to me is that besides Spider-Man 2, most of these have been within the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Spider-Man 2. Man, don't sleep on Spider-Man 2. Best Spider-Man. Oh, these are all superhero movies on your list? This is all Marvel movies. But yeah. not everything is in the encompassed Marvel Cinematic Universe. So, for example, the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man 2 was technically not part of the Marvel I Cinematic Universe. There so, were other Marvel movies besides the I'm gonna go. Avengers. I'm going to go Iron Man 2. <laughs> no, that's a good guess. <laughs> Iron Man 2 was 17. Mm-hmm. 7 and 8 are still... Or no, 7... They're still floating out there. And seven, 7 and 10 are still out there. Oh, they, I feel like they have to These ones are really easy, and I don't know how you're missing them, to be completely what? honest. Dude, you're giving him so many hints. Stop it. No, I'm giving you hints, too. We're both getting the hints. Well, We're you're not getting not... them. I'm, I'm throwing them out into the world, but you're just not getting the hint. Just guess illegal. All right, I'm going to guess Thor Ragnarok. All right, oh, Thor oh, Ragnarok no, was 16. Okay, that's not bad. I was really scared. The lowest one we've got so far is 31. That was Tectic. <laughs> and that was, that was Ant-Man, right? Yes, it was. Oh, boy. I didn't guess Ant-Man 2 yet. I'm just kidding. Got, got, got that in your back pocket, <laughs> Ant-Man 2. Uh, what else do we have here? What easy one are we missing? I haven't guessed my favorite one yet, but that's because I feel like it might be a niche, and a niche, and like not many people are really that into it. I'm gonna go with Deadpool. There, he's got number ten. Yeah, that's a good guess. I was surprised you guys didn't get that sooner. To be completely honest, we were literally just talking about him. Yeah, I feel like I have to go Deadpool too. Deadpool two is number fourteen. Okay, not bad. What sucks is I have Fantastic Four like stuck in my head, and I do want to guess that. No. <laughs> yeah, I would, I would I'm, avoid I'm that. I know for a fact that do didn't that. do well. Oh, I just I figured out my next guess. Oh man, I'm such a dummy. Yeah. Tactic, it's it's your turn. Okay, could you, just 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 chill, just chill, just chisel. <laughs> uh. Captain America, the first one? Um, bu- 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 bu. Captain America, the first Avenger, was number 33 on the list. Yikes. All right. I, I feel pretty confident, but this, this could be a swing and a miss. Um, I'm going to go with... Oh. 
Yeah, I'm going to go with X-Men The Last Stand, so the third one. That is number 20. I forgot about how am I forgetting everything? You reminded me about X-Men because when you said Deadpool. I had totally forgotten about the X-Men movies. X2 might be be higher than X3. That is not 10. You've got one more. We each have one more. I'm going to go with, did we guess the first Spider-Man? Uh, I don't believe you guys did. You guys guessed a lot of the other Spider-Mans, but we not did that not. one. We did not. Okay, so that finally completes the top ten. That is number seven. Oh, wow. wow okay, nice. Um, I'm just doing some quick math here to see how well I have to do. Honestly, I don't know if Tactic sure can win this. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I've got it locked up. But I'm just, he has multiple I've got 30s. Um, all right, I'm going to guess, in honor of the fact that's my favorite, I'm going to guess my favorite. Captain America the Winter Soldier. Okay, that is 19. So Sweet. I think that pretty much confirms that Illegal has won this contest. Um, you're not even going to math it up? I'm not going to math it up. I know you're... you're no, no need. There's really no need. Um... But yeah, that was pretty. That's pretty 80, good. Ninety-three. I got a hundred and six. And yeah, I'm I'm gonna count because that's that's fun, right? Uh, 50, 60, 91, 99, 104, 105, 120, 132 for tactics. So it was actually it was pretty close. I mean, for the um, most part, I, th- I think you guys got most of the big ones. Um, one of the ones on the list that you guys didn't touch at all was um, Doctor Strange was a big one coming in uh, at 22. I, I mean, there were the X-Men movies that you guys mostly blanked on completely. Where did the Hulk, the Incredible Hulk? Uh, the Incredible Hulk was number 38. Nice. I would have guessed that one next. Um, what What was number 11? Because we didn't get 11. I'm looking Spider-Man at this list. That was Spider-Man 3. Okay. And what was number 18? 18 was The Amazing Spider-Man. Okay. Spider-Man, so there were are... a lot of Spider-Man movies. Yeah. Um, other big ones that are just worth mentioning that most people don't consider part of the Marvel Universe because they're not part of the MCU. Um, you have Big Hero 6, the Disney movie, was is oh, actually right. a Marvel movie. What? Yeah, so... Yeah, yeah. Big Hero 6 was a comic book, and the movie was loosely, very loosely based on the comic. Um, you also had movies such as, obviously, the Fantastic Four. Um, you had like Logan Wait, and Wolverine. Wait, the Fantastic Four was in the top. I mean, it was in the top. They're all ranked here. Um, not not the new one, the original one. I know sure. you'll appreciate this. Illegal Ghost Rider was number forty-two. Oh yeah. What about Ghost Rider: Spirit of Vengeance? <laughs> that probably uh, that probably got that made was like number forty-eight. It came wow. in after Blade Trinity. And Blade and Blade 2. Man, there have been a lot of Marvel movies. And then there were also movies like The Punisher, Elektra, Howard the Duck. Those kind of movies. Ooh, Daredevil. Was Daredevil on there? Daredevil was number 43. It was actually after Ghost Rider. Oh, wow. So, that has been an education in your Marvel movie success history. Here's to you, Stanley. You made a lot of movies that made a lot of money and you made a lot of comics that made a lot of people very happy um and we hope that we've 
made you, the listener, happy here on this evening or morning or afternoon. Uh, as always, we thank you for listening, and we'll we'll hear you'll hear from us again uh, next time. Thanks for listening.